Welcome to No Red Pen, the podcast that helps you make the most of educational technology in your classroom. This week, a review of Flipgrid Live, but first, some quick Google updates. Let's go. So Google updates, the biggest one I'm going to share is one I'm not going to go into depth on, but Google Expeditions have arrived in Google Arts and Culture. There's a lot to unpack and I really want to dive in before I share any tips, tricks, thoughts, hot takes, whatever. I'm thinking maybe next week's post 4th of July episode may be a dive into Google Expeditions and Arts and Culture, but they have arrived. The other thing, so just last week, I talked about the Anywhere School, and they we talked about smart chips, which are these interactive kind of previews, hyperlinks of Google Workspace files and collaborators. And I said, you cannot do this with YouTube videos. Well, guess what? Now you can. The, the thing is, is that smart chips are always inserted with the at key, right? You type at, and then you bring it brings up smart chips. Well, not so much for YouTube videos. For YouTube videos, you actually copy the URL to the video, paste it into the Google Doc, which is something you should never really do. Don't share URLs, share linked text, because when your students see a URL, it looks it's not appealing, it's not engaging to look at, and a screen reader will read it as literally they'll say, HTTPS colon slash slash, and you don't want that. You don't want your kids with screen readers enduring that. But to make a YouTube smart chip, you paste the URL from the YouTube video, you make sure it hyperlinks, then just click on it and it will say, hey, do you want to replace this with a chip? And choose that and you have a YouTube video smart chip and it actually has the little YouTube icon there and it will give you a little preview panel that I really like. So go ahead and do that. So Google Arts and Culture has expeditions and which we'll dive into next week or maybe later, depending on how much time I need on that. And YouTube video smart chips are there. Just paste the URL and then convert it to a smart chip. Flipgrid Live. What is Flipgrid Live? It's a, it was really about a half hour event where Microsoft, who are the parent company of Flipgrid, shared some updates to Flipgrid. Now, real quick, Flipgrid, it's very popular with teachers. I see it a lot on my social media. If you've never used it, think about an online discussion where students answer with video replies of themselves. For this generation of students who love TikTok, who love Instagram stories, this is really a really nice thing. I'll give you an example of a great activity to do right at the start of the school year. Use Flipgrid to have a name pronunciation Flipgrid where every student shares their name and exactly how they like it pronounced. So that way you hear it from them without having to ask them. You just make it a quick little activity. It's very nice. Other things with Flipgrid that I really like include that when teachers create the prompt, they, it's very easy for teachers to make their own little video or add other media to the prompt. So it's very multimodal. It, it was acquired by Microsoft in 2018 and it's completely free. So there's no freemium. No, it's just free for all teachers. It's a pretty nice tool. One other thing, Immersive Reader, which I spoke about on the first episode of the podcast, which is a great tool except for its not-so-inclusive not voice settings, is embedded 
in Flipgrid, which makes sense because it is a Microsoft product. So let's talk about the updates. So I've already explained what Flipgrid is. A lot of people know it, but you know, your students are making videos to respond to prompts, really nice, engaging thing for them to do. One thing they're going to do is backdrops, which are custom backgrounds. So now they can make, they can upload an image, there'll be some custom backgrounds, just like in, you might have in Google Meet or Zoom, they will have that. But there's a little uh, interesting take on that. They can make their screen or a window on the screen their background. But in addition to that, they can apparently, students can resize themselves so they can kind of point out stuff on their screen and they can be big with just the, you know, the screen as a background or they can kind of be small and they can point out stuff and they can also mark up their screen as the background. So that is going to have a lot of uses for uh, teachers and for student replies. I think that will be a very, very nice update. These are updates that, just like with Google Workspace updates, they roll out over time. So you may not see these right away, but by the school year, you probably will. Uh, from there, they will have music and background songs. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see what that will be and how students use that, but it might be nice to have audio in the background which that's a kind of a real world skill having students you know identify what music goes with what uh, we all uh, we all wind up doing some video editing at some point or maybe not we all but i know i do and i know a lot of people in businesses do a lot of people do just for their businesses instagram story so i think that's really nice so background music is coming as well um, when you use flipgrid they're they're vocabulary is a little interesting so instead of classes they have groups and instead of questions they have topics so your your you know your a block u.s history 2 that would be a group and you know everyone in this class share your name and how you your pronouns and how you'd like your name pronounced that would be a topic okay and so what's going to happen now is that when you click on a group you're now going to see a grid view of topics which apparently has not been a thing and i was checking it last night and all mine are in a, in a row so it's going to be a nice little grid view i would suggest when you make topics in Flipgrid always have a they have like a banner image for a topic always use that um, take advantage of that that gives it a little visual interactivity uh, kids really like that all right from there Microsoft Teams integration I'm not a huge fan of Teams as an LMS uh, you know I prefer classroom they already have a pretty nice classroom integration uh, Teams I actually kind of like Teams as a video platform, as a as a kind of like alternative to Zoom or Google Meet. Maybe one day I'll do an episode on that. But uh, as an LMS, I'm not a huge fan. But Teams integration is coming. Surprised it, it took so long, but it is coming. Um, additionally, with the iPad app, as best I understood this, uh, students or teachers can now create topics with the iPad app. Apparently, that wasn't a thing before. I've only used it on the web, um, but apparently, that too is coming in the mobile app. And that's pr pretty typical. You know, in Google Classroom uh, or, or other Google Workspace mobile apps, there's different features and functionality. Um, in Classroom's mobile app, you can actually add a video of yourself to an assignment very easily. Uh, so that's actually an advantage of using Classroom on the mobile app. Anyway, that's create topics coming to the iPad for teachers. And the one last thing I'll talk about was Flipgrid lenses. And they honestly didn't do a, I didn't think they did a very good job of explaining what a Flipgrid lens was. I put it out on Twitter and Jennifer Lieben, uh, thank you 
uh, Jennifer, you totally explained it to me. Basically what it is, is it's kind of like Flipgrid lenses are like an Instagram filter. And apparently they're going to be 3D. Somehow they involve some 3D stuff. So that's kind of nice. Um, but yet another fun. And, and that's a little bit more bells and whistles. But if you want your students to engage in activities and be excited and be enthusiastic and enjoy their school day and their experience in your classroom, that's the kind of thing that makes that happen, if that makes sense. So these little things like backdrops, although I, I could see some real you know mark up this and explain this in a flip grid I could really see some real instructional use for that um, but the things like the music and the lenses which are again filters I think that's the kind of stuff that gets kids engaged that they like that stuff and makes it a positive experience so that's my thoughts on Flipgrid live on the updates I think those updates are actually really good ones I haven't noticed in my time using Flipgrid, I feel like it hasn't grown that much from what it originally was, but now these updates seem uh, pretty useful for teachers. Well, that's it for No Red Pen this week. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and review, especially uh, an Apple Podcasts. That would be most appreciated. Have a great week. Next week, probably Google Arts and Culture sometime after 4th of July. Have a great holiday weekend.